eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Knicks got back into the win column after dominating the Houston Rockets at Madison Square Garden Monday. Knicks won 137-115 and were led by an absolute dazzling performance from Emmanuel Quickly. Um, he started in place of Jalen Brunson, who was out again with the hand injury. IQ posted a career-high 40 points on 14 for 18 shooting. He had nine assists in this one, so an all-around dominant performance from Emmanuel Quickly. Knicks also got a bounce back from Julius Randle, who had 26 points in this game. R.J. Barrett added 19, added, added 19 points on this game, shooting 6 for 12. Uh, Knicks only led by five at half, and the defense struggled in the first half to contain uh, the Houston Rockets, but they tightened up their defense in the second half, outscoring Houston 71-54 in the second half. The Knicks uh, really extended this lead. That second unit got out there and really started doing damage. They got the lead up to 33 points at one point in the second half. So a big second half for the Knicks allows them to make this one a laugher. Um, Kevin Porter led the Rockets with 26. Jalen Green had 19. Tommy, when it comes to Emmanuel quickly and this game we saw from him, I mean, I, I would say that at this point, they're not really surprising. I mean, when he goes out there, you expect him to have a big impact. And with the growth you've seen from him this season, is it fair to say that he might be the Knicks third best player at this point? Yeah, I mean, and for certain stretches, you could argue he's been their second best player, their mm. first best player on many a night. Um, but yep. yeah, to say the least, he's he's been their third best player, and and it's probably closer than a lot of people think. And you know, the fact that he hasn't cracked that top two is just a testament to how well Randall and, and Brunson have played, essentially yep. at the whole NBA level. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you cannot say enough about IQ. Um, we know about the sixth man of the year, how he's basically gone from an afterthought long shot, you know, with the all-star break to now the, the odds on favorite. I'm um, kicking myself and I find him a spot in Jersey uh, to get that Wi-Fi and just log that, uh, that, 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 that bet for IQ because that would have been a whole lot of bread. So true. I hope people that were listening, you know, locked in that, that had yeah. access here in New York, you can't vote on, can't bet on um, these, uh, on, on those type of odds for some reason. I don't, you know, I've, that has never been fully explained to me, but uh, nevertheless, um, uh, we know about the production off the bench. Now with Brogdon dinged up the last couple of weeks um, and, and IQ taking his game to another level, that, that seems like a lock. Um, but, you know, also when Brunson's been out, IQ stepped into the starting lineup and stepped in. Last night was the 17th game he started the season. So not four games, not eight games. This is 17 games. It's a decent sample size. Uh, 
in those 17 contests, IQ was averaging 21.1 points, 5.2 rebounds, 5 assists versus just one turnover. 2.8 made three-pointers while posting a true shooting percentage of just shy of 60%, 59.8%. That's really good. (laughs) To put that in context, there are only um, uh, five players that have matched or exceeded those numbers uh, in those categories in games they've started the season, minimum 15 starts. Those five players, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry. Um, again, that's points, assists, rebounds, threes, and a, and a shooting percentage of uh, above 59%. Um, you know, a lot of the talk when the Knicks were pursuing Jalen Brunson was, uh, we like, you know, Brunson's a great player. He, he showed that he can be a really, really good player. But a lot of Nick fans wanted IQ to to get an opportunity to start. Um, and, and for yeah. these reasons, he's shown that in the games he started. Now, f- fortunately for New York, Leon Rose um, brought Jalen Brunson into town. And having the combo of them is, is obviously better than having just one of them with as certainly with as well as, as Brunson's played and, and what turns out to be a value contract. Um, it's descending in, in, in contract structure, uh, all that good stuff. Um, and speaking of contracts, IQ playing so well is going to put the Knicks in a tough position this summer because his agent's going to come to the table and and and, and play that fat Joe. Um, yesterday's price, <laughs> not today's price. Um, he's going to be asking for a, a lengthy, uh, a, a lucrative extension, um, and we'll see if the Knicks are how high the Knicks are willing to go. Um, if the if IQ and his, and his and his and his representatives are willing to meet him somewhere in the middle, um, you know, because he could easily say, "Listen, I want to push this thing to restricted free agency. I think somebody will will take a swing. Uh, you know, be offer up a big price tag." Uh, but those are conversations for another day. Um, you know, just as as far as Monday night's game goes. Um, you know, and to, to directly answer your question, um, there's been a lot of storylines, a lot of stuff we've talked about this year. Obviously, Bronson, you know, one of the best free agent signings in, in franchise history. Randall from All-NBA to a terrible season, back to All-NBA production um, with some hiccups in between. Um, you know, Grimes, develop, you know, emerging as, as, a, as a reliable starter. Um, the Hartenstein free agent, you know, uh, acquisition really paying huge dividends. Um, the Josh Hart acquisition at the trade deadline that took the Knicks from good to very, very good and, and you know, kind of vaulted them up to a, a higher tier. All those things considered in terms of how it impacts the Knicks' success this season and how it will impact the Knicks' success three, four, five, six years down the road. The ascension, the emergence of Emmanuel quickly this season um, into the player that he's become before our very eyes um, is incredibly significant and arguably as important as all those other pieces um, because he uh, more than likely will be a Nick for a long time. And this is kind of his coming of, of age season, and it's it's been a joy to watch. It's, it's been an absolute joy to watch, and, and uh, because because uh, Tommy called for, I felt like I hit it. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, that man quickly extension. Ooh, <laughs> the money, the money is gonna come to him. Is gonna, it's gonna be big. 
Um, it may require the Knicks to make some tough decisions elsewhere, but uh, no, there is a fact that Emmanuel quickly has to remain on this team. He has to be a part of this future. And, you know, look, I'm not going to say every point, every take on this show that we make is going to be right, but I, I am proud of the fact that when Emmanuel was not playing as good as he is right now, that me and you both sat on this uh, podcast and said, this is a man that you cannot trade. This is a guy that you have to keep in the fold. And now uh, Emmanuel quickly really uh, uh, showing you know the dividends for the Knicks that they did keep that trust in them and did not trade him for a future first round pick. I mean, that would have been a disaster if they would have done something like that. So you get this performance from him. I, I do feel like he really is growing into the third best player. Sometimes like what, what I need people to understand is like, you know, when we had this conversation as third best player, fourth best player. Like sometimes you say, okay, but man, quickly third best player. That means, oh, well, that means RJ is not that good. It's like, well, not necessarily. I mean, it could just be you got a good team, you know, like like RJ Brad had a good game yesterday. Um, He's been playing better of late. But what Emmanuel quickly brings on both sides of the floor um, every single night. And and what Tibbs kind of talked about in the post game, I'm trying to find the sound. I couldn't find it. But he kind of said what I said uh, after the Boston game, which is like, again, this guy is a chameleon. I mean, you, he can be anything you need him to be. So uh, he, he can he can come off the bench. He can snipe on uh, snipe as a as a spot up shooter. You need him to come off the bench and find his offense as a primary ball handler. He can do that. He can start and be a primary ball handler and get guys involved. He can start and look for his own shot. He can start and play off the ball next to another point guard. So uh, as quick as Tim said last night, he's a plug and play type of guy. And the fact that you have that kind of guy in your roster that you just plug in for your all star caliber, all NBA point guard, and you lose no production. Like, the Knicks lost no production from what they would have gotten from Jalen Brunson in a game like that. I mean, it was funny looking at Brunson on the sidelines. He was, like, kind of laughing, just like, man, like, I wish I could have got out there and got some of these buckets. This looks like – this looks a lot of fun, a lot easier than maybe some of these other games I've dealt with. And one thing I will say about the Brunson effect that I don't don't think I've heard a lot of people talk about is I think – because we know the Knicks practice hard. I think practicing – against Brunson every single day has made Emmanuel quickly a lot better um, because the guys, you know, he's been practicing with playing with studying film with before, you know, haven't been guys that are, you know, upper echelon guys. You know, Derek Rose is a great vet and I'm sure, you know, Derek Rose can teach him a lot, but he hasn't played with an upper echelon guard since he's been with the New York Knicks. Now you're playing with Jalen Brunson. Now you're in practice with Jalen Brunson. So you're seeing what Jalen Brunson is able to do on the court, how he's able to get his to his spots, how he's able to manipulate a defense. And you start to pick up on the thing. You start to say, hey, I can do that. Or how do I add, that, how, how I add this to my game? Or just guarding a guy like that and, and knowing how challenging he is. Then when you go up against a lot of these other guards in the NBA, maybe it's not as hard guarding those guys if you're prepared and quick talks about how much he watches film on the other teams and, and he's really become uh, a film nerd when it comes to that aspect of the game. I think that being around one, uh, such a great player like Brunson in the backcourt, but also such a great pro has really helped. Um, uh, I made it quickly a lot. I think that's a, a point about his game that hasn't been talked about enough. I know he talked a lot about Johnny Bryant, surprise, surprise, Johnny Bryant, Helping another Nick uh, throughout through this season, you know we've heard that a bunch, but um, but I, I do want to shout out Bryant, but but I think uh, his his time with Brunson, we've seen how much that has impacted his game. Yeah, you know a lot of times we you know we joke around about off season work and uh, you know I'm in the best shape of my life and I put on ten pounds of muscle. We heard all that from from uh, Emmanuel quickly this off season, and we kind of laughed about, we laughed about it because um, we you know we joke around about all these guys are are. Yeah. Always- 
put put credit to. They all they all coming in with the in the best shape of their life, you know, all the same stuff. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, and posting workout videos for Instagram. Um, but but credit to IQ, he came, he he put the work in this offseason, yeah. and it showed. Um, we know about the, the the extra muscle that he added that's helped him become a better finisher. Um, not only does he have the floater, he has that quick little turnaround when he gets that one foot in the paint. Um, and that mid range jumper has been a, a real revelation in his game this season. Yeah. Added, um, continuous, continually adding points, um, you know, uh, to, to, you know, getting to the free throw line, adding points that way. Yeah. Um, be, become incredibly efficient. Scored eight, 40 points on 18 field goal attempts yesterday. Um, nine assists, one turnover. Again, you know, just he talked about, as we've talked about, the start of the game, I want to get everybody involved, but he also realized the Knicks needed to snap out of things. Um, you know, so there's, there, there's, that goes into it. The other component, um, and, and we'll talk about it in a second was playing the Rockets who look like an yeah. AAU team out there that just have no cohesion yeah. on, you know, look at just hunting highlights offensively, um, really no idea how to defend. Um, and the, the Knicks did not look good in the first half, letting that team on the back, on the back end of a back to back hang around. Um, they were only up five points at halftime, um, and they would have been losing had it not been, you know, a man who quickly essentially pitching a perfect game, um, over the first two quarters. And then everyone kind of caught fire, you know. Um, it was good to see Obi snap out of a nasty slump in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He scored 15 points in the final frame. They finally got uh, Grimes involved um, in in the action in the second half. Um, he hits four three pointers, um, career high nine rebounds, six assists. Again, we and we, we'll say it again. We'll we'll continue to say it. Get Grimes involved in the offense. Good things happen. They finally started to do that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 certainly the takeaway um, has been the improved play of of Emmanuel quickly, um, and and arguably his best game as a pro. Um, you know, obviously the Boston game was kind of his announcement to the uh, national stage. Um, but this game certainly speaks a lot about uh, you know just what what he's capable of doing. And remember, kid's just twenty three years old. Yeah. Um, you know, I, again, we, I feel like we almost we have to mention it. Um, this is a guy that was coming off the bench behind Alex Burks, a thirty year old shooting guard. Um, you know, IQ doesn't have that many reps with the starting yeah. lineup and at high level. Um, he didn't get those reps as many reps as you would have liked last season. Um, but uh, you know, we've seen when when he's put in position and given an opportunity to succeed this kid has continues again and again and again to do just that and just his consistency on both ends of the floor has just been he's been the metronome of, of the next season you know randall you get these swings these emotional outbursts up and down yep. he didn't look great yesterday and he finally addressed the media we'll talk about that in a minute um obviously brunson's kind of been in and out of the lineup the last few weeks he plays so hard every night um he's going to get dinged up um and, and obviously when he's on the floor he's been fantastic but iq night in night out his shooting kind of you know he'll go through a little hot streak then a little slow yeah. streak um you know he's not he's not, a, he's not a, an elite uh perimeter shooter yet in in terms of percentages but it seems like when you need shots he makes them and then again even when the shots aren't falling um kind of the quarterback on the de of the defense on the perimeter just gives you so much on on both ends of the floor uh just his 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 there's something to be said for him just showing up every day, um, bringing that right attitude. He plays with a joy um, that's infectious. You see him skipping around the court. Um, yeah. It's just, just really hard to overstate how important he is to the Knicks. And you talk about him being so even keeled. I mean, to me, I even think about that incident with Randall last week yeah. where, like, you know, <laughs> Randall's a big six foot nine, 250 pound sledgehammer, and he's yelling down, bearing down on you. A lot of guys would kind of step away and shy away and, you know, maybe kind of, you know, get a little, uh, you know, tail between their legs. IQ stood right in there and said, 
all right, what are we going to do? <laughs> and then they just went right back to the locker room. And then I kind of was wondering how that second half would go. And he was great in that second half. I mean, he, like, you know, like the, he's unflappable. You know, it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter what you ask him to do. It doesn't matter what situation he's in. Um, you're always going to get the same manual quickly. Shots may fall, shots may not fall, but you're always going to get the same effort. And uh, what, I, what I will say about the hot and cold streets with him is that you see that the cold streets are a lot less or they're not as long. You know, there, there there used to be times where it seemed like quickly couldn't make a shot for, you know, three, three weeks. And, you know, that those may be a game or two. And then he gets back to playing and, at a more and, steady and way. And a lot of that has to do – and a lot of that has to do with in years past that would be the case. And But this year it's been – the, 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 the slumps are shortened because he does a better job getting the paint, getting the free throw yep. line, as opposed to relying strictly on those perimeter shots. Yeah, I mean, last – yeah, I mean, that, that game Monday night, I mean, Kevin Porter was in hell trying to guard him. And, and the Rockets have a lot of issues regarding, like – what they're doing with their backcourt. I, I don't I don't know how you can play a backcourt with Kevin Porter and Jalen Green at this point. Like if both guys are talented, but neither is a point guard, neither guy can defend. So I don't I am watching this game and Manuel quickly is just cutting these guys up. And I'm like, you don't have a guy to run out there and just pick him up 94 feet and try to slow things out. Like they had no chance. So um a lot of problems one, 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 other, one yeah. other thing I just I was thinking about last night was watching uh, watching that Rockets team was just knowing – be careful what you wish for sometimes because I understand a lot of Nick, Nick fans were hoping for a complete teardown and rebuild. Yeah. There is something to be said for um, getting a guy like Brunson, keeping a guy like Randall, and, you know, this way you're – you're at worst, you know, you'll be competitive most nights. And then if things go right and Emmanuel quickly takes a huge step forward and Grimes emerges as a, as a solid starter, you can – you know, you're 11 games above 500, and then all of a sudden you can yeah. be excited about the playoffs. Whereas the Rockets, yes, they are at the start of a rebuild, and they have a lot of picks, and maybe they get win by Jan and everything turns around. Um, but this is a hard team to root for. Um, there's yeah. just not, you know, Jamar Smith has had moments, looks pretty good. It's, it looks like he'll be a good player, uh, but there's, you know, the, just the way they compete on a night and night out basis has been rough. Um, on the flip side of the coin, you got the Magic, who we saw them play Thursday. That's a team you love to, to root for yeah. uh, over the next five years, buy stock in them, you know, that type of thing. But um, I just thought it was interesting thinking about the directions of the Knicks franchise could have taken recently. Um, when you rebuild and, and get all these draft picks, it, it looks good on paper, but then you got to sit through six months of watching, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. and um, yeah. defensive, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, the, those type of things can be tough. Yeah, it's like there's a spectrum, right? There's yep. the OKC Thunder yep. um, and the Magic, probably in the yep. middle, and then there's yep. the Rockets, you know? Yep. So it's like you can be on any one of these spectrums. You know, you love to be the Thunder. You probably would feel good about being the Magic, but if you're the Rockets, you're like, or, All right, you know, three years from now, let's hope this thing works out because we know where we are right now. Or the Spurs, you know, like right, the, yeah. you know, like that, and and you know that they're they're you know, like if they don't win this lottery, what's what's their path towards towards sustained success? I don't know. So. Yeah, um, watching this game, do you feel like the, do you are you convinced the Knicks are back on track? Uh, they had that really rough first half defensively. They did score the ball. A lot to do with it. Maybe quickly scoring the ball, but they did score the ball at a high rate against this team, which is one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. You saw in the second half. One shout out I think you got to give to is Mitchell Robinson. I thought that he kind of changed um, just kind of the impact and feel of the game with some of those blocks um, in the second half where he's just ripping the ball out of guys' hands. I mean, the stuff that you see from NBA Street. I mean, he, he had a really good defensive uh, second half. He had three blocks in total for this game. Do you feel like the Knicks maybe got themselves back on track in that second half, or you feel like it's kind of more of a wait and see? Uh, for these next upcoming games? 
I'm on a wait and see approach. I think this game Wednesday is fascinating on so many levels. Um, obviously, the the importance of it, and we'll get into standing wise and, and all those stuff. But just yeah. in terms of where the Knicks are, um, one, did the Knicks get Brunson back? If this if he is not yeah. healthy for this Miami game, the most important game of the season, that's a worrisome sign. I think most it, nobody was shocked that he sat out Monday. You know, just to, again err on the side of caution, give him a little bit extra rest. Um, but if he sits out Wednesday's game, then there's a little bit of a cause for concern. If it's, it's the sprained wrist, initially it was a hand, now it's a sprained wrist. You see him on the bench with the air cast on. Again, we're not going to speculate. We don't want to read too much into it. Let's see if he's. It, it, you know, it's it said that he'd been cleared fully and practiced fully with the team over weekend over the weekend. That's very encouraging news. Um, let's see where he is at Wednesday night if he's in the starting lineup. Yeah, um, Breen also, said. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you. I heard yeah, that. I was gonna- that Breen just yeah, said he's expected to play. Um, yeah, and Breen, yeah, and he said, and he said during the game that he he wanted to play Monday night, like he wanted right. to play in that Rockets game, and that the Knicks held him back, which I actually enjoyed hearing that honestly, yes. because you know I feel like with this Knicks team and this tenure under Thibodeau, like they've been more inclined to just throw him back out there. Uh, guys hurt, guys a little tired, and, and you know they need JB as uh, healthy and as rested as possible. The game against the Rockets, where you got to win the game, you hope that. Your other guys like Emmanuel quickly, somebody can step up and get that W. So I, I was happy to see that A, he maybe could have played if they needed him to, but also B, that they decided, uh, well, let's rest on the, on the air, let's air, that's uh, on the side of caution here, and let's uh, get you another uh, game of rest here. Totally. And the other good thing about the blowout, and Obi playing well in the fourth quarter, is Randall yep. only played 27 minutes last night. Um, again, as much time and extra, you know, minutes and, and rest you can buy yeah. him is, is much important. Not only just ahead of the um, the the heat game on Wednesday, but also just obviously the two weeks, you know, three weeks before the, the uh, playoff start. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but the other thing is the, the, the first half was not good. That was not a good first half They're coming off a three game losing streak. Um, Emmanuel quickly called this a must win. Um, he said it was a must win game after the win on MSG. Um, so they, they knew they needed to come out and, and, and play well. They didn't play well that first half. Um, defensively, they were atrocious. Um, uh, so I, I need to see a little bit more. You mentioned, um, I thought Mitch set the tone third quarter, three blocks, like when the first four, four or five minutes, yeah. um, and I think really kind of, you know, changed the, the vibe and just kind of changed the tenor of the game. Um, and, and, you know, you know what you're going to get from, from Hart, um, two steals, two blocks again, um, you know, Hartenstein had another great game plus 32 yeah. in, in just 25 minutes, six assists for him. Um, so, you know, those guys are going to contribute. The Randall thing is is a little bit worrisome. He didn't didn't seem to have that vim and vigor, that energy. Um, even when he, I thought, scored, I thought he had a good first. I thought he had a good first quarter. His first quarter was good. Um, yeah. uh, I think six of nine. You know, eleven points. Yeah. So you you know you know he's going to come out well. But I'm just talking about his body language. Just didn't right. seem didn't seem great. Um, and he's the type of guy, even when he scores, he kind of puts his head down and doesn't really, I don't want to say ignores his teammates, but, um, they almost seem to have to try to get his attention and don't want to be overly exuberant. Um, and it just, that kind of dour, you know, it's focused energy and certainly when it's focused in the right direction, it seems well, um, but coming off last week, um, them keeping him away from the media, didn't talk to the media after Thursday, didn't talk Friday, didn't talk Saturday, um, finally talked to the media um, pregame um, after the after the shoot around. Um, but it's just there's it just uh, until kind of Randall gets back on track um, until we see that that Brunson's healthy um, until RJ kind of plays consistently. Um, he was coming off a bad game Thursday, played pretty well um, on Monday night. Um, kind of did what what the Knicks needed him to do. Yeah. Um, those are kind of things we'll need to see. 
um, you know, before I say the Knicks are back on track and, and kind of full steam ahead. Um, and Wednesday's a great test. This is, you know, this is why you, you play the, this is why you compete for, you know, the first 70 plus games of the season. So you put yourself in position, whereas if you can knock off the heat, um, you can all but secure a, a, a top five seed. Knicks win 137-115 against Houston. Get my man RJ Barrett some calls, please. Like, what what was the refereeing in this game? Like, uh, it was like Randall kind of like, you know, complained his way into getting some calls finally. Like, I thought in the first quarter they made a point to, like, give him calls that he was not getting. And then, like, RJ was, like, getting mauled going to the basket. And, you know, he had three turnovers. I felt like two of them were fouls. Like, you know, it was just like, I don't know what was going on with that. So, hopefully the, the referee can kind of balance out. I'm happy Randall's probably getting some calls. Barrett had nine free throws. He could have had 15. I, I, the Rockets can't guard. Like, so he's, he's getting contact going to the rim, and like they weren't calling any. I don't know what that was about. But Knicks get the win. 